0: On Denver's Sports Station, 1043, The Fan. Here, James Marillette from denversports.com filling in for Zach Bye, Brandon Stokely is here in his normal perch. Stoke, you had a, a roby day yesterday? Had a little roby day. Nice, nice. It uh, wasn't a um, fun roby day. A little bit of, had a, had a physical. Had a physical I had to do. Um, so, been uh. putting that on the back burner. So, a little bit um, like a four hour, like EKG stuff, everything and uh, I was hoping for a little bit more of a light story when I brought up the Roby day. Yeah, yeah. Of so a 4 physical. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know, you did that, did some CT scan stuff, and a bunch of different things. Right? Just wow. To, yeah. Okay. So I was, was going to say long you're not, morning. It wasn't fun. Trust me, it was not a fun uh, morning to to do all that. But I did get a chance to listen to you and Will a little bit, and y'all were doing a great job. It was, uh, it but was it wasn't fun. a Roby day. I okay. wasn't enjoying right. my my uh, my morning off. Now I was going to say, you're not as old as I am. But as you get older, uh, physicals, they're not a ton of fun. Not that they ever were. But it doesn't sound like yours was uh, much better than. I've never had to go through a four-hour physical. Good grief. I mean, like they do a stress test on your heart and all that stuff and try to get it up to a certain level. And, you know, they used to do this type of stuff when we played. But you just had it there. Yeah. Right? You just, I mean, it was like bam, bam. But then once you get out of it, no one's doing it for you. You have to start. It's like your dentist. You have yeah. to start scheduling your physical and stuff out and making sure you have it all year <laughs> for the next couple of years. So. All right. Broncos country, you're in luck or maybe not that's, in luck. Uh, that's, that's how you feel that's about That's what we like to hear. I thought maybe, you know, like, you know, Springsteen was in town yesterday. I thought maybe you were yeah. out gallivanting with the, the superstars. Yeah, or no, no, I, I, I didn't. Um, I ended up, uh, I was about to come into work. I was like, I might be going to make it into work. And then I was like, no. Oh, um, Richie. Yeah, I mean, well, he's a high roller. Yeah. And, uh, are you a Springsteen guy? I mean, I, like, how can you not like some of his songs? I, right? I, I, I do not. I'm, i I think what? he's what? Wait, what? I mean, like, like "Born in the USA." Uh, it's Ow. it's all right, but like, it's a that song came out forty years ago. So it's a classic. And though. he's still touring. It's a classic. Why? Why, why, every, why does that matter? Every, like why are you hating on him because he's got some great music and he's still touring because he's a little bit older? Like I, I'm a not, lot of people I'm like not that. hating on him. I'm just saying. No, he's, no yeah, you are. No, I you think said, he's, and he's still touring. Like that's that's a bad thing. Or like you can't tour after like 65. No, you certainly can. I just don't think it's something I want to go see. Oh, okay. When's the last time Bruce Springsteen had a new hit? Yeah. Um, uh, 30 years ago when he had the song from the movie Philadelphia. Like, that's it. Sure. It was in the 90s. Right? But... Like, if you can still put on a good show and entertain the fans with your good music, people still want to see it. I I think it's living in the past. I think about that now. Like, when I get into my, like, 60s, will I want to go watch some of these, um, like, country artists, if they're still performing, um, and they're a little bit older then? And I would say yes, I probably would. Like, George Strait right now, he's not going to put on a, a big show like Garth Brooks. But still, he's a legend, he's got some classics, and if if you love okay. George Strait, you're going to love to go to a concert and watch it, even if he's not in his prime. I think, jo- I think George is coming to Empower Field this year. I think he is. I would go to that show, but here's why. I've never seen George Strait live in concert. Okay. If I'd seen him before, why would I want to go see George sing the same songs I've seen him sing before? Because you love him, and you love his music. What do you mean? You sound ridiculous right now. So if you saw Jordan play with the Bulls, (laughs) you don't want to see Jordan play with the Wizards because he's a legend? No. Yes, you 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 do. You just made my point. Yes, you do. It's Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan. Hey, I don't care if you're in your prime or not. If you're over your prime, I still get to sit back and watch you do your thing. It might not be what it used to be, James, but you know what? Still, that little turnaround fadeaway, you still have it. And, man, you know what? You only scored. 12 points. But man, there was that fadeaway that I just loved in your prime, and I love no, seeing it. I, no, I just James. want to remember you from back in your prime. When I was a kid, my grandpa took You're me. You're going to be a miserable old man. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. I'll be hip and cool. I won't be living in the past. No, you'll be. You. You won't be doing anything <laughs> because you won't want to do anything because these people are past their prime, and I'm not going to go see them anymore. And what? I went to when I was a little kid at Old Mile High Stadium. My grandpa took me to an old timers' game, baseball game. And it was like Bob Feller pitching. Yeah, Bob. And I'm like, Cleveland what, Indians. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Why Why are we watching oh, Bob you Feller? Grandpa, yeah. So, Grandpa, this sucks. <laughs> Gramps, this sucks. I want to go. You're like, Grandpa, I'm like, Kinda. I just spent 20 bucks on these tickets. And he, he I, I did take a baseball down and got an autograph it autographed. And was like, I don't know who any of these people are. And I, it was Bob Feller. I'm like, okay, well, you know, now I got the hindsight to look at it and go, you oh, still I, have a that baseball? That's pretty cool. It's floating around somewhere. Huh? It's floating around somewhere. Well, watching Bob Feller, kind of, you know, anybody else on there? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't looked. i got I got to find it. <laughs> there probably are players that at the time right. I didn't know who the heck they were. Probably got and, some and Hall of Famers on appreciate there. appreciate it. I just don't have any desire to go see Bruce Springsteen 30 years after he had a hit song, which came out 10 years after his previous hit song. Yeah, d- that doesn't bother me, like, at all. I mean, if I liked Bruce Springsteen a lot... Like well, that, I like. I like some of his songs. I'm not gonna. He's not my favorite. He's but so overrated. I like, so I, overrated. Okay. Well, so that's you know. But who's more who's, overrated? Who do you love? Give me a person right now oh. that you love. An artist like that's my number one. Mine are are all, you a concert m- guy are to begin country? With? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. give me your favorite. Garth. Garth is amazing. He's awesome. Kenny Chesney is great. Okay. So uh, I would go Chesney see Morgan Wallen, for sure. Chesney and Morgan just had something drop today, big like thirty yeah, Morgan, something strong, yeah, some, thirty something songs, um, thirty six songs I think on his new that, album, yeah, yeah crazy. Morgan Morgan. Like you don't want to save some. Does anybody next buy an year? album though? Don't you don't no. just kind of get one song at a time. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what yeah. I do. But but so like say Kenny, Kenny, how old is Kenny? I 50? bet he's fifty. Yeah, so yeah. in ten in fifteen years when he's sixty five. And you would say you, you're not going to go see him because he's not in his prime anymore. Garth. That's exactly right. Like, <sighs> if, if Kenny Chesney... You're, you're going to be a miserable person. That's no. what I'm saying. No, if Kenny Chesney doesn't release another this song crazy. after today, I have no desire to go see him in 15 years. None. Not to relive some of those no. other great songs? I don't want to live in the past. Like, I like Zac Brown Band. I've, I've been to, like, four of their concerts here, right? And... and and so in in twenty years, if they're coming back and still doing some of their prime music, I'm like, yes, I think it's, that's what it's all about. Let's think go back sad. at Red Rocks again. You kind of reminisce, and it's like, here we go, Richie. How was uh, Bruce last night? I, I can, just, we, can we can you crack the mic? How how was Bruce? He was great. See? I don't understand what you're. Listen, this guy seven, ridiculous? years ridiculous old, but he can still rock, man. He played the guitar. The band was phenomenal. He hit all the notes in all of his songs. No. I won't know what it's like to see him 30, 40 years ago, obviously. But I'll tell you this. I, I actually think Chad Brown said it perfectly. I am a fan of witnessing and being a part of or observing greatness. And Bruce Springsteen is a legend. The time to see Springsteen was back when he was bringing Courtney Cox up on the stage for, and it turned into his video. That's, yeah. That was the time to see the boss. Well, that was when he was in his prime. But, like, yeah. um, I—, I I my my first time watching Jordan play in person was I drove from I was with the Ravens we drove down from Baltimore to DC got to see him play against the Lakers and that was really cool and it would have still been really cool if I saw him play in his third year in the NBA it would have still been awesome and so if you saw Bruce back twenty years ago and you love Bruce I'm sure you know last night it wasn't quite Bruce in his prime but you were having a great time. I just Debbie don't think Downer, so. Are you started already, I, I man. Know, I, I, I can't believe First it. First segment, I've already made you mad. I'm sure not I've made me, everybody no. on the mad. I want to see what the reaction is. People have got to feel the way that I feel. No, like. People have got to stop <sighs> living in the past. If you wanted to see the boss, you needed to do that's it not living years in ago. the past. Yeah, it is. No. It is. All right. Speaking of the future, unbelievable. Huh? We now know the price tag for Draymond Jones. Should the Broncos pay it? We'll answer that question coming up next. Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> really down the street. No sound, the sound of speech. Machine guns ready to go. Stoke uh quick look at the text line here. I think uh most people are in agreement with you. Of course. Of course, because that's a sensible, that rational uh, take on this thing. That doesn't that's mean why. you're right. We will uh we will get back to it, but real let's, quick, uh, real quick there. Yeah. I bet, just real quick, just real quick. I bet 90% of the people last night that went to the spring scene concert have seen him before and wanted to see him again and absolutely loved it. So, but, but well, I, I'm sure they had a really good time. I just think it's sad. Uh, all right, so Jordan Schultz came out with a report uh, in terms of the price tag for Draymond Jones. Says it's going to be a 60 to 70 million dollar deal. Now we don't know the number of years, right? And we, we don't know the, the the amount of guaranteed money. So right. those are the big things here, right? So, but it does start to at least give us one of the variables: thir- uh, uh, 60 to 70 million dollars. You would assume. I think it's a safe assumption. What four to five year contract? Not going to be a three year deal. No, you're it's right. It's not going to be a six year deal. Right. So I think it's either four or five. How much of it is guaranteed? We don't know. I would guess probably half of that. Um, when you hear that, when you hear sixty to seventy million dollars, four to five year con- uh, contract, let's just go off that assumption. Do you think all right? That's about right, or do you think too rich for the Broncos' blood? Time to move on. A little high for me. Really? Yeah, a little high. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. I mean Draymond Jones is a good player. He's not a great player. He's not a special player. He's a good player. I think uh, he's a uh, he's not he's not great. He's not special. I think he's a very good player. Okay. He's right right below. Yeah, he's he's right around in there. Yeah. Um he's a solid 7. Sure. He's not Aaron Donald. No. No, no. There's not no one's Aaron Donald. Right. Though. But uh, the, the, he, that's when you're talking great. That's great. He's that's, not in Su in his prime. Yeah. Uh, but he's a, he's a good, to really good player. And if, if that's the market, then that's the market, right? And I just don't know. I mean, I think from the Broncos perspective, they have to go through their, their, their list here and where they're going to allocate the money and what they're going to try to do and what's a priority for them. And is the an interior defensive lineman, you know, making that type of money, um, one of their top priorities this offseason? I, I, I think that he, um, if I'm making a call, mm-hmm. I want to keep him for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not – I know you, you're like open checkbook. That's what you said a week or so ago. I for, pay him um, whatever, the, whatever the market bears, yeah. Yeah, and you said you'd go over it if you had to. Uh, yes. I I would not do that. I think there's a line, you know, that I'm going to draw in the sand and say this is a number. And if that's the number right there, what I um, – do that deal and, and, and make it happen? Yeah, I, I would because I think he's a he's a good football player. And if that's what the market says, that's what the market says. You and Zach did your Broncos draft the other day, which, by the way, uh, that, was, that was as one-sided as I've seen in any competition. Your team was so much better Domination. than his team. Wow, I mean, it was laughable. And James, it started when we did rock, paper, scissors. Well, that part so of it Did was, you hear that? No, but Will was oh. telling me about it. He was a disaster. <laughs> like, who does rock, paper, scissors, one, two, three, shoot? I don't like, who, What? Who goes on seven? Right. Like, it made no sense. Right. Uh, Will right. was explaining that to me. I'm, oh, my head was about to explode. So, but Draymond, I think, oh. went fifth overall in that, in that draft. I think you took him in the third round. So, he's your fifth best player on the roster. Uh, unless he gets such a ridiculous contract that he's resetting the market for... A decade, you have to you have to retain the fifth best player on your on your roster. You have to. One thing I don't understand, Stoke, and, and George Payton said it earlier this week in Indianapolis. We had Mike Cliss on yesterday. He said it again that they're not going to franchise tag him. I get that they maybe don't want to, but why on earth would you take that tool off the table to at least make sure? Hey, he's not going to a he's not going to walk, or if he does. He's not going to walk and we get nothing in return. I heard that yesterday. I heard some of that conversation. I thought Mike was spot on there. That, once you franchise him, that's the starting point of the negotiations. That's where it starts. You know, so that's going to be, uh, what was that number? 20, right around 20 million. 18, 19 million dollars, yeah. And that's where you start. And, um, but if it was 18 for four years, it's 72. That's right. But then that's just above this range. Great. Yeah, but, but sign it's gonna, me up. No, no. It's going to be more than that now. It's going to be more than that, James, because mm. that's the starting point. That's what you got to understand now, because you're saying your franchise is tagging them for, for that amount for that first year. Well, well the second year, if you still want to keep him, you got the franchise tag him again. And I think you put yourself in a little bit of a hole if you're the Broncos when you start negotiating with them. And I think. They have a line that they're setting here with Draymond Jones, yeah. and it's just not like you're not the, you're not a top five defensive lineman in the league. You're just not. So they, there's no need to franchise tag well, What that, are they going to that, go with instead? Mike Purcell and Deshaun Williams? Like that's that's the answer? No, I mean, but, but they but don't have any draft just picks just, really. They don't have any. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have a second round pick. They don't pick until sixty eight. I mean they picked up D J Jones last year in free agency. He he's a really good uh, player at the nose tackle. He is, but, but i Go ahead. If, if you don't bring Draymond Jones back and you start looking at that defense, particularly the front seven, I mean, it's D.J. Jones and then a bunch of guys,
1: right? Because yeah, you can't count ideal. on Randy Gregory.
0: Not ideal. Sometimes you just got to find another guy, right? I mean, that's something done. No, I know, but that's just the like just because he's on our team, you know, and fans do this a lot, you know, homers. And I'm kind of disappointed that you're going down this road. Jack. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in I'm you. I'm not know, a homer. Because this, I, I, if he's going to get that this kind of what, money from the Bears. This is what they do, though. This is what fans do. They overvalue their players in they town, do. right? And that's what you're doing no. here. And I'm very disappointed in you. I, no. I I didn't think that that would be your take here, that you're overvaluing Draymond Jones as a top-five defensive lineman. Like, let's be patient here. There's got to be a number. And, you know, if if he's going to get way more on the market, then it's just like, okay, well, thank you. The, we'll get a compensatory pick the following year. Here's my issue. He's the top five player on your entire roster, not not just your defense. He's, Which he's is a top, not a good roster, though. He's a top three player on your defense. Uh, you don't get better by letting talented players walk. And when the Walton Penner family ownership group came in, I was told they got deep pockets. Cost will not be an issue. So if the only reason he's walking is because of money, well, that's salary oh, well, you're, cap. You're basic. No, I mean, that's different. They're twelfth in cap space. They can they can get to forty million dollars by get by cutting uh, ties with Graham Glasgow and Chase Edmonds and Ronald Darby. Like it is not that difficult for them to get a ton of cap space. You could restructure Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. I mean, there's a ton. But you of things don't want to restructure bad contracts. There's a ton of things they can do. If this, t- I get the feeling, and talking to Cliss yesterday it was they got a number with. Uh, uh, with, with Draymond Jones, they got a number. With Dalton Reisner, they got a number. With Alex Singleton, they'll just go out and find this year's version. of Alex Singleton for a million bucks. Like it sounds like they're it, attention Walmart shoppers. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, and, and no, that's going to no, be extremely I, I, disappointing. I think with the with the ownership group, you know, the deep pockets that we're talking about come into play when you want to go get Sean Payton. You know, they don't come into play really with the salary cap. Now you can give big bonuses and things like that because you got cash on hand, but. All pretty much 95%, 99% of NFL teams nowadays have a ton of cash on hand. It ain't like 20 years ago when, you know, oh, Mr. Boland had to take a loan out to pay this guy's signing bonus. That's not the case anymore. These people got cash everywhere. So. I just think you you have you can't always keep all your players and just say whatever. Let's just keep this guy. Let's just keep that guy. Draymond Jones is a good football player, a really good football player, and I think hey, if we can um, make it work, let's make it work. If not, it's not like we're losing Aaron Donald here. It's like okay, thank you, Draymond. Go make your money, and then you know your life moves on, football moves on, and that's that's got to be your approach because. You can't have the open checkbook approach. Yeah, Dave. that's they, not a good way to do business. They traded away Bradley Chubb because they had to. They had to save that money to pay to pay Draymond Jones. And then exactly. if they don't pay Draymond Jones, then what? Nah, what are nah, they going to nah, do? That's not why. That's not why you didn't, you, you, why you you didn't, you didn't trade Bradley. away for you Russell that? Wilson. That's what everybody told no, me at the time. Oh no, not no, 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 everybody no. told me at You're the time. They the got to save people. money for for Draymond Jones. So you didn't trade for Russell Wilson. You didn't trade for Sean Payton to surround them with a bunch of mediocre discount players. I, that just makes no, no but, sense but, to but me. But you got to build it the right way. And building it the right way is not overpaying for good football players. Well, wait till later in the show when I give you my I've next idea. Oh, gosh, I've dominated you two segments <laughs> no, in a row. No. It's just like, this is okay, too easy. Just, What's going on They're just going to go cheap and just replace them with someone else. Okay, that's easier said than done. You don't get better letting good players, really good players, Walk out the door. All right. Uh, Michael Malone clapped back at the uh, Nikola Jokic critics yesterday. Mikey. What did the head coach have to say? We'll tell you coming up next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station. 104. you know who this is? I see you kind of thinking. I see you thinking. Uh, thinking it's, uh, it's Anthrax. Close. Not really close um, Breathe in, breathe out, breathe, in, breathe, out. It's rap. <laughs> <laughs> it is Bush. Bush? Yeah. I did security for a, a Bush concert. Really? In college. Really? Yeah. Breathe you did security. Out, breathe out. Where was the concert? Out. Cajun Dome. Okay. Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay. And they would, you know, they would ask the players to come do security for these different concerts or whatever, you know, trying to get extra people. Yeah. And, um, you will know, pay you like, I guess you would get, you know, you're there for a few hours, you get like, I don't know, 100, 100 bucks or something. That was, How like, was oh, the, the show. Hey, yeah. Awesome. If they came to Ball Arena, would you go see them again? Or would you <sighs> think, that's kind of sad? I'm trying to relive my No, college no, no, days. no, no. I, um, it's not, that's not sad. That's yeah, not, that's happy. That's happy. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to drive down to Ball Arena for that. You know, I try to avoid downtown because it's a disaster. Yeah, um, I, 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 but I'm But if, if it's at uh, Fiddler's Green, Fiddler's Green. That's more your speed? Yes. Red Rocks? I love Red Rocks. A yeah. little bit of a hassle getting in and out of That's there. Okay. Right? That's okay. Um, That's okay. It's worth it. It is worth it. But, you know, if you're talking about Bush or some of those, you know, Fiddlers. Let's put them at Fiddlers. I'll be there. Yes. Okay. All right. Um... So, Nikola Jokic, uh, once again this week, has been kind of the center of controversy a bit. A lot of uh, segments on First Take on ESPN have been about him. Yeah. Uh, first, it was the fact that he's a, a, a stat patter. That uh, that that was one that uh, he didn't take kindly to. Uh, I didn't like the fact that, actually, I mean, it was funny. His quip after the game uh, against Houston was funny. Yeah. But part of the charm of Nikola Jokic was he didn't listen to any of that stuff. Right. So the fact that he had the, the answer, it's like, uh-oh, is it getting in his head? Is he starting to hear it? I All didn't right. love that. Again, it was a funny comment. I liked that that part of it. But it worried me a little bit. Yesterday, his head coach had some thoughts for his critics. I think after a while, for whatever reason, maybe this comes with greatness, right? I mean, like, person seems to hate Duke, why? Because Duke's been really good for a long time. Kings hate the Yankees because the Yankees have been doing it work. Whatever it is. Hmm. Um, so maybe like, they're just tired of this player, non-athletic player from somewhere Serbia who continue to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. But for him to say that, hey, you know what, I'm patting my stats, that probably signals that maybe something touched a nerve. Because he knows that he's a basketball purist. He's not doing anything to pump his own numbers up. It's just not in his nature. And um, it's silly to think otherwise. Okay. So, look, I like the fact that Michael Malone was defending his player. Uh, I do think it's kind of one of those things, though, the more you protest it, the more it sort of looks like, "Mm, why are you being so defensive about it? Like, I I just would blow it off. No, no. I I think if you're the coach, you, you go to bat for your guy, especially him. You know, that's why you have, you know. The contract that you have, that's why you have the job that you have, is Is because of that guy, and he's all on board. He makes your life so easy. So I look, agree with when that. You can, when you can stick up for him, and, and you do it in a heartbeat, and that's what he's doing, so he's doing the right thing. Yeah, but use the media like Phil Jackson used to to make sure your guys get more favorable calls from the refs. Who cares what Kendrick Perkins says? Yeah, but you're being asked about it. So you got to respond to it. You got to respond to it. And I would um, just say we don't hear that. We, we don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. We're trying to win basketball games. No, you're yes trying you to are. win an NBA you title. You got to stick up for your guy. And then yeah. you, well, what if your guy doesn't like that? Like when you have an opportunity to go to bat for the guy that has hand delivered you, you know, your. Job really? that I agree with. Then you do it. Right? I just that, think I mean, that's what good people do, James. Like you know, I mean, I just think they're being a little overly sensitive about. I'd it go to bat for you. I do it all the time sure. on the streets. You know, like no, he's actually a good guy. I'm, I'm sure you right? do. So I'm sure you I, do. Like, that's what you do for your guys, and so that's what the coach is doing for him. I think that he's spot on there, Um and. I, I but I have a question about this whole thing. Okay, I just kind of light bulb went off. Okay, and it ha- I had flashbacks. I started getting a little sweaty here. Heart started pounding a little bit quicker. Um, and uh, remember when Aaron Rodgers went on? Um, and he 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 called out the guy that wasn't going to vote for him because the guy yeah. got outed. Um, yeah, he wasn't going to vote for him because Aaron Rodgers didn't get the uh, vaccine. Yeah, Did, yeah he's yeah. not vaccinated, and he lied about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. or he misled, he misled people, people right and this guy hated that so much he wasn't going to vote for when him. he said he was immunized yes and he got outed and then Aaron Rodgers um all of a sudden had all the momentum of people looking at that guy saying oh how dare you not vote for him because of you know personal things and then everybody voted for Aaron Rodgers right yeah. and so and this and and then Tom Brady didn't win it which Tom Brady should have won it he should have he should have won it he yeah. was the best quarterback that year Um, and then now you look at this situation where all the attention is on Jokic, and now people are going to be looking at, whoa, is he, is he, is he had the stats in games. Like, is this real? Is this fluff? And so you're having all that attention, and all of a sudden that takes away from him, and now all of a sudden, like, Embiid is going to come out of nowhere and, and win this thing because it's going to do like a, a 180 here like it did for Aaron Rodgers, and it was a good for Aaron Rodgers, and this is going to be bad for Jokic because you see something like that happening. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, the, the momentum kind of turning toward other people, and there's, a, a for whatever reason, a negative vibe about Jokic. Yeah, and I think some of Kendrick Perkins' comments, unfortunately, tarnish what he's already accomplished a bit. And, And certainly in some people's minds, it's going to tarnish it a lot, and that's unfortunate. I do think, I don't have an issue with Michael Malone defending his guy. I just, and the stat padding thing, I think is a ridiculous notion, because he sits on the bench with, You know, double digits points, double digit rebounds, and nine assists. How many many times has he had that? I think it's been one short this year. And and last year was was a crazy number of not having nine assists or not, you know, whatever, being one short of a. It's uh, a Sombor double. They've named it after him. He does it so many times. And so if he really cared about padding his stats, he'd come back in and try and get that one last assist. I think that part of it is nonsense. I don't think Michael Malone hit the nail on the head, though, when he said, ah, oh, people are just tired of his success. It's like Duke. It's like the Yankees. It's like, n- n- no, I don't think that's it at all. I think people don't watch him enough. I think it's the opposite of Duke and the Yankees. They don't get to see him enough and appreciate what he does and appreciate how much he's made everybody on that team better. I mean, Aaron Gordon, KCP, MPJ, Bruce Brown, they're all having career years in terms of field goal percentage. Why? Because they get the basketball in a good position constantly because Nikola Jokic understands the game and sets up his teammates well. Like, that would be a better argument. And, well, say, and say, hey, I think we're 26-0 and 0 when he has a triple-double. If he was padding his stats, don't you think we'd lose one of those games? That yeah. would be a better argument than p- people are sick of uh, uh, seeing him. Like, I think no, people they're are. Not. Yeah, I think people are. Um, uh-huh. I think the NBA people are. They're sick of seeing Nikola Jokic? Yes. Because he's not flashy. He's not marketable. And uh, so, yes, I, I think they are. Now, if you watch him night in and night out, you're not sick of it. You love it. Like, if you're a Nuggets fan, you love it. I mean, he just does things that are different, right? But, but that different isn't. Um, attractive, and is it popular? And that's why you see a lot of backlash, and you saw it last year, and you saw some from Richard Jefferson last year, who was a teammate of his. Yeah. Just some, some asinine comments from some people that don't make any sense at all, like if you watch the guy, but he's not a popular guy. He's not a name. He's not a marketable guy. So the the, the, the cool NBA group, and the, the cool kids in the NBA, they don't like that. He's not doing 360 dunks. He's not doing yeah. all those. He's not... And the NBA people don't like it because he's not marketable. so that's why um, it, it, it is the way that it is and you see these attacks on him and and it is some of it is because he's white, some of it is because he's a foreigner and and he and he plays the game differently. Those are the facts. I mean Kendrick Perkins told us this. Well, uh, listen, I think some of that is true. but if if the NBA people don't think he's marketable, then they're bad at marketing right like to me th- th- there's so many things that are marketable about the guy one he's, he there's the team's winning that's that's at the top of the list it's the fact that uh, you know the the way he plays the game y- you know to me you can only see so many highlights of guys dunking right i, I would much rather watch the highlight of him passing so you're the ball not 18 you're passing not Passing the ball 17. between somebody's legs for a for his teammate to get a dunk like, sure that's, that's that's more impressive to me well, than what's a dunk the lead off sports center Someone jumping over the back of someone or posterizing someone with a dunk than a great, you know, full length pass or a great pass between the legs. The dunk is gonna lead off Sports Center. And that's, you know, that's what people are watching and that's what people see. And and Denver is not a, you know, big market team. And the Nuggets are on a big NBA marketable team. And so you're not going to market a guy that does things differently than most of the players in the NBA now. It's not really a great um, marketing thing for the NBA. This is well, what it is. yeah, I, I, I just think if, boy, if they had creative people, a guy with well, that sure. personality too – uh, it should be extremely marketable. Big game tonight it's, for the it's, Nuggets. It's soap. just not nationally. You know, I mean, it's not, and he doesn't speak great English, and it's just like, there's a lot of, you know, it's just not a, um, it's just not. You know uh, what, you know what actually is, make, is a sign that he should be marketable? Is he's such a bad fit for the All-Star game, and the All-Star game was just an abomination. Like, somebody who isn't, a, who's a superstar, who doesn't fit into that mess, should be exactly, exactly. what you're leaning into. Exactly. So the, if they're not, then I'm shame on I'm with you on, you on that, them. but. Uh, it's Just not the case. Big game tonight for the Nuggets. Yeah. They can basically clinch the West, right. number one seed yep. in the West tonight. They're five ahead of Memphis. I'll be on that triple dub again. I know Chicken Fingers with me. I'll be on that thing tonight because I got disappointed a week ago because I was on it then. Mm-hmm. I'm like every time now. Every time I'm just gonna Might go as well. With it. Yes, Might as it's, well. it's a coin flip. If they but go up, he, he, they they got they got dominated so much he didn't even play that many minutes and it was over before it started in Memphis. So yeah. I'm expecting this team to be on a mission tonight. If they go up six games with 18 to play, it is over the number one seed. Yeah, Yes. is theirs. Yes. It's all about tra- tracking down Milwaukee or Boston for uh, best record in the NBA. Alright, we've talked a lot about free agency with the Broncos. We've talked about the draft. Is there someone out there, though, Denver should look at on the trade market? We'll answer that question coming up next. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This and Zach on Denver Sports Station. 1043 The Fan. All right, so what do you think the uh, most important positions are if you're putting together a football team? Well, I think it starts at uh, quarterback position, obviously. Yeah. you got to have a quarterback. Um, you need an offensive line. Well, you go to left tackle. Okay, All Broncos right. have that. Uh, so, there's, so need, far, they're two for two. You need um, – and I'm not going in – I started with the quarterback, and then after that you can debate yeah. on which one's more important. But you need pass rushers. Edge, right. r- edge rusher, they've uh, traded away two in the last 16 months. They did sign Randy Gray. One Gregory. guy was aging, and 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 the other guy just never lived up to expectations. It was time to move on. So both those moves were the right moves. And um, so that's why they moved on from him. What's and then you next, need, You though? need secondary, cornerback. Okay. Cornerback All right. Guy. So obviously the, the Broncos have a great corner in Pat Sertan. We can debate whether they should have taken Justin Fields, Micah Parsons, but the reality is he's a great player. It, it, even after two years, he's a great player. I think Kaywon Williams is somebody who's underrated. One of the more underrated Broncos. The fact that neither you or Zach drafted him the other day. Uh, he's a top ten Bronco. He's a very good player. But you can never have enough corners. Vic Fangio told us he doesn't. Even, he he's a good he's a good slot corner. He's yeah. a really good slot corner. That's but important in today's in the NFL on the outside. Of course, it's important. Every position's important. <laughs> right. Like, every like you're like no. that's important today. Well, like, yeah. Is every but, position important? Sure, it is. Sure, every it is. position. I mean, some a little bit more than others, but. I mean, like a slot corner, nickel corner is not, you know, is not up there in the in the top five. Okay, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying he's, he's an underrated He's good football. He's he an is. underrated player. He is. The fact that he didn't crack you guys' top ten, and we were taking. I have of the guys one regret taken. with that. Now we can get into that whenever we we go down that road. I have one regret with my draft. Okay, just right. one. But other than that, I dominated it. And so it's like, it was like I was up 30, you know, with a minute left. And I was just like, okay, screw it. You know, I'm just going to, I'm I'm going to throw a Hail Mary here. You were goofing around by the fifth round because it was was over. Um, Opposite Pat Sertan, I think the Broncos, Ronald Darby's that guy at the moment. I think he will be a cap casualty. I think he's one of the him, Graham Glasgow, Chase Edmonds. That's how they free up a lot of money. So it's okay. Well, who's who's going to be your other corner opposite Pat Sertan? According to reports, there is someone available via trade that might be interesting. Jalen Ramsey. Now, no, obviously, he's not the same player he was when he was with the Jaguars, maybe even early in his stint with the Rams. He got he has big cap numbers: twenty five point two million this season, twenty six point seven next season, twenty two point seven. In 2025, that's a big contract to take on. If you could get Jalen Ramsey for your two third-round picks. No way. No way. Would you make that move? No. No? No. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Staying away from Jalen Ramsey. Why? He wants a new deal. He wants more money. Right, so if you trade for him, you're gonna to have to give him a new deal, and and you're probably gonna to want to give him a new deal because you want these cap hits to go to down, down in the next few years. Yeah, so you're gonna to have to give him a, a, a huge deal, a huge extension here, and no, thank you. And then you're giving away your two third round picks, and this guy is on the, uh, I don't want to say downside of his career, like it's it's over with. He's not a good player. He's a good player. I see him getting beat every other week for touchdowns, right, and so. I I don't like that personality. It's not going to mesh well here. You got to pay him a lot of money. Uh, we have other needs, you know. We we have other needs besides doing this type of deal and giving up our two third round picks. Which it is what it is. But giving away the picks plus the Ramsey um, headache and giving him more money when his best football is behind him. I am out. The money, Big, no. The money part of it doesn't bother me because I'm I'm tired. Of, I'm getting more and more and more sense that this team's going to go cheap, which worries me, and that will actually infuriate me because that was that was the number one selling point of the the Walton Penner family ownership group, the the richest owner in the league. Okay, well, well, let's see it. And I get it. You have a cap. You got to work with. But right. there are so many ways. Their money. There are so many ways to maneuver around that, especially if you have if you want deep pockets. I, I guess I just look at it and. Last year, when Ronald Darby was hurt, and maybe I'm putting too much emphasis on the Chargers game when he had four or five penalties, but that means Damari Mathis is the guy that you're counting on to be the starter opposite Pat Sertan. And, and I just feel like, man, it, 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 if you're an opposing quarterback, is just gonna find out where's Sertan, where's Mathis? Okay, I know where I'm looking on this play. You, you, you are um, you want to pay everybody. You you realize you're playing fantasy? No, I'm salary not. cap football land here. Yes, you are. You want no. to you want to pay Draymond Jones whatever it takes? You want to go? <laughs> no, out I there. want to pay yeah. market value. No, you said over. You said you would b- have the blank check for him. That's what you said. And then and then yeah, gotcha. And I then, did not. Yes, you did. I, yes, said, I did. said I would I pay market <laughs> value. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. No, no, no. no, no. You you said the blank check. Um, well, you, you just one said, day. Last week, you said, Blake, you want everybody to leave town, and you want to go down to the team store and get no, a jersey that says no, cap space, zero, no, zero, because that's no. fun to root for. I don't. I said I would pay Draymond. I did. But you you, you want to pay everyone because we have rich owners. That's just yes. not the way it works, James. And and this whole Jalen Ramsey thing, look, at some point, you, know, you you got to try to find the next Chris Harris, a guy that, you know— was drafted late or was a free agent, and then it ends up being a really good player. Is that Mathis or not? You can find other good quarterbacks out on the market where you're not going to have to trade your two third round picks and give them this huge contract, and there's a trickle down effect from there. So I, I think, you know, with you, you want everyone, and, you know, you want to pay everyone. People That's just are, not the way it works. You, you can't operate that way, James. You talked about how fans overvalue their own players, and I do yes. think that happens all the time. I, I do. But I, I, I don't think that Draymond Jones falls into that category. I think he's a really, really good player. He is. I, I think Jalen Ramsey would be a significant upgrade over Damari Mathis and just hoping that he develops. Well, what are you going to do if he doesn't? So now you're out. You're but, not, you're doing nothing. You're but out I think the number one problems. thing fans overvalue is draft picks. I remember when they traded Jay Cutler and it was, oh, they're getting their two first-round picks. Well, it depends on what they turn into, right? Sure. And when it's Robert Ayers... And a pick you trade away for Alfonso Smith, that doesn't look so good. You traded away Von Miller. Oh, they got a second third round pick. Oh good, George Payton's gonna have a lot of uh, a, a lot of capital here to work with. Well that's turned into Nick Benito. They traded away the third pick for a fifth the or sixth or whatever it was on Luke Wattenberg. And now they have a third round pick this year. Every, every Is anybody thing, happy with that trade? Well, everything has context with it. You aren't going to sign Vaughn Miller to a contract extension. You're moving on from I Von Miller. I would would have been and, a better signing than Randy Gregory. Um they don't, they didn't pay Vaughn. They didn't want to pay Bradley not, Chubb. They don't to want to pay Draymond I'm Jones. Are they are they who are they going to pay? Other well, than Russell Wilson. They didn't say they're not going to pay um Draymond Jones yet. We'll see. It's uh we'll see we'll see what it looks like but I think right now you um you can't go down the road of we're gonna just pay whatever it takes to get Draymond keep Draymond Jones you know he's not a top five player at his position we're gonna pay whatever it takes to get Jalen Ramsey who's aging and we're gonna give up draft pick and we're gonna put a lot of money into it I think that's a little a little silly for the Broncos to do. We got to find a cheaper. Let's go with. Let's go with Mathis. See what he looks like. Maybe bring in a veteran guy, and then you can go spend. Hey, how about let's pay for this offensive line? Well, that would be great. You well, want to talk about spend money on something? Let's spend money on the offensive line and upgrade this offensive line. Let's spend draft capital on this offensive line. Like go all in with fixing this offensive line. That's the biggest thing here when it comes to playing better offensively. Let's get this offensive line fixed once and for all. You, uh, I, I'm with you on that. And you think uh, I'm, I'm spending money willy-nilly so far? Yes. What, what do you hear my idea on oh that front? Gosh. And, you know, oh. I think it all ties into. We have any Tylenol? <laughs> I think it all ties into this question. Are the Broncos in win-now mode? We'll address that coming up next.